Hi, before we start the show, I'd like to tell you about two things. First, we have a second weekly show that drops a day after this one called OK, OK, So by Sean Barton. It's a weekly rant or discussion from Sean and Sean alone. And second, we do have a Patreon page. And on it, you get the following. At the $1 level, you get this weekly show without commercials and an extra 10 to 15 minutes after our tagline. At the $3 level, you get Sean's OK, OK, So commercial free and one day before the free version, plus the weekly podcast at the $1 level. At the $5 level, you get everything at the $1 and $3 levels, plus one sketch a month. And finally, at the $10 level, you get all the lower levels, plus one more sketch per month. So you can find our Patreon page at patreon.com slash from the bunker. Thank you in advance for your support. And now on with the show. So uh, before we started the show... Uh, David told me that his dog was in our backyard. Next thing I know, the dog is in the house. Apparently, he's so smart, he figured out how to use the cat door and is small enough, even though he's a... Gigantic beast. He's a, he's a, he's a dog. Substantial 78-pound beast. Yeah, he's, he's a big boy named Fred. And he made it in the house and it scared the crap out of our cat. Her tail was like three sizes, ten times bigger than it normally is. And she's sitting now in the office wondering if she can ever get but down. Fred completely believes it's CLM. He's smart. He believes that cat lives matter. They do. And you know what? A healthy fear of cats is a smart dog. <laughs> Welcome to this week's edition of From the Bunker with Jody Hamilton and David Shockey. Does anybody care about our World Cup victory today and what it meant um, and what it signifies? I and think the United States people that watch the football cared. I think the Iranian team is, more, is a bigger story than our team. In what way? Well, you know what they did before their first game, right? No. All the, the players in the Iranian men's national soccer team representing the world on mm-hmm. a world stage mm-hmm. um, refused to sing the country's national anthem as it was being oh, played. Oh, because of uh, in support of the women. Yeah. And, I liked, and, I did I mean, hear that's, about that. That's, that's, I mean, as much as Colin Kaepernick gave up and bending the knee and That's a lot. The, that's a lot. This is 10 This times is huge. More. This is way huger. You're they absolutely right. They basically said, you need to sing this song or we're going to, you're going to incarcerate and threaten and possibly torture some of your family members. Right. So don't do that. Right. And they sang the next time, but they sang it very unenthusiastically. Right. But uh, yeah, they're going, I mean, if, you know, most teams don't want to go home at the end of pool play. Right. Iran, the Iranian players really didn't want to go home. I bet. Even if, the, and if they had tied today, they would have moved on to the next group. And I think there would have it probably just their victory and the national pride that would have been created by beating the United States to move on to the, to the next round right. would have probably ameliorated some of the hostility that the that government they, is yeah. expressing towards the team right now. When I hey, heard, big props to them for that. Yeah, absolutely. That's very brave of those players. And then I heard that there was an American – somebody supporting America and it had a, a rainbow armband on and was taken out of the stadium. Okay, I, that doesn't surprise me. I saw that on the Twitters. Um, you know the entire yes corruption the, of the of FIFA and well, it's just awful. I mean, uh, except whatever his name is, the guy that runs it. It's just ridiculous. The bribery and the yeah sports washing is the term that I'm sure you're familiar with. Well, yeah. No, it's just I mean, you know, yay USA. I'm glad we won. <clears throat> so um, I see Nick Fuentes at the top of the list. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that he is. It's an interesting thing because I knew the name Nick Fuentes. It's funny. His last name would yeah. not be welcome at most white supremacist <clears throat> parties. And it was just, I hadn't paid a lot of attention to him. He's only 24. Have you seen what he looks like? Yeah, he looks like a kid. A hard 24, though. Yeah. It's a hard 24. <laughs> Neo-Nazism will do that to you. But, you, <laughs> yeah, know, so. you know, you know the name of the, uh, the, whether it's David Duke or Richard Spencer, the, right, the, right. the 
you know, I don't want to call them the Mount Rushmore. Right. You know, the whatever, the of uh, the founding fathers of national of nationalism and and but you know you hear Richard Spencer and his his basic thing is hey whiteies we're the best right oh no you blacks are good too but you, I think we'll do better separately right but yeah no we got nothing against you wink right um I was listening to some of this guy's spiel oh it's awful it's not it's not just He's like horrific. You know, it's not just black people suck it's like you know let's get rid of black people Jews let's get rid of birth control let's make it an all white country women shouldn't work and maybe wear some sort of headscarf or something like it's he literally Gilead. described it like a Christian well, it's Taliban Gilead. and yeah. you, that that's kind of their utopia and I guess if you're really an odious depraved nihilistic man and you just want to an control intel? everything and have as much sex as possible and have unlimited and have a huge families and women don't have to work because there'll be enough thing and well how we how we how no, will it's, these it's men Amer- support nineteen twenty children it's an American Taliban situation what is it that's their kind of heaven and I'm listening to him talk and the first thing that hits me is like okay does he believe this or is this a cynical play like we know a lot of people that I don't think Alex Jones believes that that Newtown was was a was a crisis actor and there's a fairly substantial body of evidence that would suggest that Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity don't really believe the bullshit that they're spewing every week. And I feel that people that don't believe the rhetoric, to me, are worse because they're doing stuff oh, that's cynical. harmful and they they know they don't believe it. The, the people that are that are diehard believers, I still don't like what they're doing, but they think they're doing something righteous. The people that are doing yes, it for like money, the people that are trying to proselytize you to Jesus or the people yeah. that think they're saving babies or all that right. kind of stuff. Yeah, they're, they think they're doing good. Embryo, fetus slash embryos. Right. Stop but, saying but, the baby in the, the exactly. child in the womb. And then, but, the, but the Laura Hingrahams and the, and the Sean Hannity's and et cetera, that are just doing it because they know they can make money doing and they're it. they're good at it. They're the worst because they're, they know what they're doing is wrong. They know they're inciting violence. They know what they're doing and they don't care. Well, they don't care. They're, they're horrible. They're the worst. But I'm thinking, okay, like the whole idea is like, yeah, you know, Kanye just stopped over with a friend. Like I brought, like, you know. Like, like the secret like, service isn't yeah, going to vet like people. They're not going to vet people for a former president. It's like, Obviously, he knew the guy was. And I'm thinking, okay, you know, Trump's not doing anything by accident. So I think what his plan, I think this is actually, it was an accident. I don't think it's a matter of he got caught with a white nationalist and a white supremacist. Didn't care. And he's, but no, he does care. But he cares for the opposite reason. I think he's trying to replicate the kind of mathematical equation that allowed him to be successful in 2016. Because you hear about, oh, Trump won, he ran against 16 people. And you would, if you listen to him, you would have him think that he won. Despite running against 16 people, right, everybody no, he knows because. he won because he ran against right. 16 people. So right. now if he can get – so it's like, okay, I have to really coalesce and harden my base. So this is the base of the base. Right. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think most Republicans, even the ones that we find somewhat detestable, whether it's Nikki Haley or Mike Pompeo or these guys, they don't believe that that, no. that Nick Fuentes is talking about. That That's Looney Tune stuff. Yeah. But guess what? If you feel like you have, like before, it was the white, hard, hard, you know, working blue collar white man who's just been putting down and, you know, the, he doesn't care about pronouns and, you know, this person took their job and that person and the immigrants are coming in. Okay, there's a big chunk of those. Right. And Trump got those. Now he's distilling it down to the tighter, harder, gooey center of that base, which is the Nick Fuentes. And that might not be 60 or 70 or 80 million Americans, right. but it might be 20 or 30. Yeah. So if I can lock down 20 or 30 million voters, and really be their champion because there's no one else running right now. I don't care if it's Rand Paul. I don't care if it's Mike Pompeo. I don't care if it's uh, Marco Rubio or Ted Cruz or Ron DeSantis. No one's going to touch that third rail of filth. But Trump doesn't care. Right. Like, he's completely shameless. So I think if he feels like he can really send out the uh, the bat signal to that 25 or 30 million Americans, that gives him a huge leg up 
in the primaries. And hey, welcome. Come on in, Nikki Haley. Come on in, Liz Cheney. Come on in, whoever you are, you know, Scott Walker from whatever, or Jeb Bush, whoever wants to run, or uh, Larry Hogan from Maryland. The more, the merrier. Because if he can get, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten people to run against, it's divide and conquer. He can triangulate the race again, this time with less people. But he has a name brand. He's been president before. He already has people endorsing him, like Elise Stefanik and all these idiots that came out early that didn't realize how much worse it's going to get. Now she has to try to wipe the stain off that off of her. Um, he's going to have a much tougher time. I think he'd be even easier to beat this time than last time. I think he. I think Biden would win by 10 million votes, not just 7 million. Um, nobody's going to be enthusiastic to turn out. These 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 investigations aren't going away. No, in fact, um, uh, Kelly Ann Conway was just interviewed by One Six yesterday for five hours. I wonder what she had to say. She either pled the fifth the whole time because she's under oath at that point. You talk to Congress, <coughs> you can't lie. Whether you were put under oath or not, you cannot lie to Congress or any sort no, of sure. federal person. These are different people when they're under oath. If you've seen Trump under oath, he looks like a dog that's been neutered yeah. and still isn't completely up from the anesthetic. I mean, they, she hasn't said anything. The committee hasn't said anything. But Adam Schiff did say that they will release all of their evidence before the end of the by the middle of December to undermine Jim Jordan and others. Um, all of the evidence, it's just going to be put out there and it's not going to just be Trump heavy. And the department, you know, that, I think that's why some of the members of one six were a little bummed with Liz Cheney because it was a little too Trump heavy. Like she had Trump in her sights. No, when, and Adam Schiff debunks that. Okay, good. Th- that story. It's um, interesting because, you know, obviously Mar- Marjorie Taylor, like he, there's about 10 or 15 or 20 freedom caucusy kind of guys that McCarthy's going to need to be speaker. Oh yeah. And he's making deals with everyone. One of them is to pull people like Adam Schiff and- That's uh, Marjorie, three toes. But, good, you know, Adam Schiff is a very, very respected guy on both sides. Uh, can you? I mean, it's one thing when you're yelling your rhetoric into a microphone in your respective bubble. But when those guys are in a room together, you know, I'm sure McCarthy talks to Schiff in a completely different way. Well, McCarthy's a Spineless wimp. worm. But, I mean, Adam Schiff is like, Kevin. Well, it, well, here's this. This isn't something you can do, and here's, here, and here's why. Well, no, I mean, uh, Adam Schiff has basically said McCarthy doesn't have the votes. He only got 180 votes for the nomination. That's not your caucus by any stretch. Now, Nancy Pelosi, when she was running last time, um, she had to, you know, She had a challenge from Marsha Fudge from Ohio. She had to wrangle because you only had a four-vote margin, which I believe that the the Republicans will only have a three-vote margin this time uh, at best. And um, so – and he's got at least five or six people for sure no. on the Republican side that I mean, will not vote for him. They've already said so. The difference in political skill between Kevin McCarthy and, and, and Nancy Pelosi is it's like Superman the difference in surfing skill between me and Kelly Slater. I've never surfed. Exactly. I mean, it, it's – it's the man <laughs> – he's dumb. He just doesn't think three or four. So he thinks one step ahead. This is what I need now to get to the next thing. Yeah. And he – I mean, they don't want to legislate. They've already said so. They I mean, want to investigate. Good luck. They just but, want to investigate. But and, people are going to get sick of that. Yeah. It's, How's that going to help inflation, I just, I just, Kevin? I mean, because what's interesting is like when the Republicans used to, before now, especially now, even six, seven years ago, but now when they would say, like with the Benghazi investigations and all of that, social media was there, but now it's even more so. So that like every year, more and more people get online and get, get going and the younger <clears throat> crowd and yada, yada. And it's like, okay, with the Benghazi, nothing happened. There was... Yes, it, a lot happened. A full investigation. Well, a lot she was happened, more or less and exonerated. She, she was exonerated. We but had a it was Republican like, Justice Department, a Republican Congress. If she had done, if she had jaywalked or blew her nose in the wrong way, they would have. They would have. But the thing is, is, is that kind of got overlooked because there was some work getting done. Now, 
there will be zero work getting done out of the House of Representatives because of Marjorie Three Toes, Matt Gates, Jim Jordan, etc., and because Kevin McCarthy has no control over these people. He's going to make Paul Ryan and Boehner look like amazing look like speakers, yep. you know, especially Ryan. I mean, please. Um, and so, and John Boehner could have been a decent uh, speaker of the House had he not had the Tea Party to deal with, because um, he, you know. And he appropriately excoriates them in his. Uh, Oh, yeah. Memoirs. Um, and he's a pot dealer now. Good for him. So he's, he's into the cannabis no, now. he's living the good life. I'm um, quite sure. Uh, but, you know, it, the thing is, is people are paying attention more so than they used to, just on a day-to-day basis. And the fact of the matter is, is this little investigation of Hunter Biden, who was not in office, and the laptop doesn't exist. It's a hard drive with chain of evidence that we don't know where it's been. Oops, that was me. Um and uh, so we, we we can't trust it by any tr- st- stretch I mean, of the, the imagination. The laptop is, you know, how some guy in a random strip mall computer repair store. No, I don't know how high on crack Hunter Regardless, Biden had to do to drop it off but there. The actual and then not laptop pick it up. itself. How does it, how does it, how does some guy working in a laptop mall know Rudy Giuliani? It's you know, well, I mean, it, you know, you when you give your laptop away, you give your password, and they can get in and see anything they want. I mean, that's just different regardless. But by the same token, even if he knew how to get in touch with Rudy Giuliani, which is not that hard, go on Twitter and just DM him. Sure. But But why would he even know that? Like, how far do you have to go? if you're paying attention. How far into somebody's computer do you have to dig to find stuff that you think might be relevant to national security? Who knows? And nothing was relevant. But just all all that suspicious. Well, and that's the thing. It's like, and by the way, it's a hard drive, not the actual laptop. It's just a hard drive. He has political stuff. He has pictures of him doing smoking crack and hanging out with hookers or whatever. And whatever business dealings that they're talking about, the IRS is already looking into it. Thank you very much. And if he's done something wrong, he will. Pay fines or do whatever is necessary. As well he should. As well he should. I have no problems with Nobody has. His father's like, do, go, investigate, you know, IRS. But not this. This is BS. The man is not working for the government. There's literally no reason to be investigating Hunter Biden. It's funny because— Let's go after <coughs> Tiffany Trump. I know. For what? For not being loved, beloved enough. Um, I was going to say— Hunter Biden I- laptop— no, no, Benghazi. no. Benghazi. It, no, it's, it's about Trump running. It's like Trump, not only has Trump, you know, like this wasn't an accident. This is a very welcome, it's like, you know, he does things very. The Fuentes thing? No, no, no. Uh, well, part, I'm getting to that. But but his not his announcement that he was going to run for president, it's like he does, he shoots from the hip a lot. This was not a thing he shot from the hip. For. Oh, no, it was scripted and, and boring and, and dull. The, and But not, I'm not even talking the announcement. I'm talking about the decision. And uh, it's now not something he can back away from because that would make him a no, quitter. Okay. And so he's in. And... Um, not only does it freeze the Republican field in some ways, it freezes the Democratic field because I think I'd be, you know, I'm not com- that comfortable with Joe running again, even though his list of accomplishments is incredible. Incredible. Did you what, hear Politics Girl? Oh, I love her. Did you hear her, her oh, rattle yeah. off the list of his accomplishments? She, it's like it goes on for 25 minutes practically. And it's all for real. Yeah. It's, there's no fluff no, in there. No, she's amazing. She's amazing. I love um, her. But it freezes the Democratic field too because I'm not sure that there's a Republican I'd feel, a Democrat I'd feel comfortable enough running against Trump. Like, I know Biden can beat Trump. I've seen him. He, and Trump's weaker now than he was before. He beat him by 7 million votes last time. I beat him by 12 million this time. Yeah. Um, so it kind of freezes the Democratic field, because I think most Democrats would be very, very comfortable with Joe Biden running again if he was running against Trump. Well, and the thing is, is okay, so what happened when he announced RNC money went bye-bye, and we'll talk about the RNC in a minute. That went bye-bye. Cause they the, basically, mo- the money that was paying for his legal fees, yeah, you mean? Yeah, that's gone. That is no longer paying for his legal fees. So he's lost millions of dollars of access to that, right? So his super PAC money also 
has to go into the election stuff, can't go now to himself, per se. Sure. So there's all that money that he's been raising. Well, he's got the, all the Stop the Steel grift money, which is about $120 million, which is— which uh, That's a use. pack, though. That's a, that's a political pack. So does that money change once—even that money— As soon as it's a political retroactively pack? —retroactively changes once he's become a candidate? As soon as you've—say you've raised $100 million and you haven't spent all of it yet— mm-hmm. As soon as you announce, that money is now just for your campaign. Okay. It's, that's well, so, what it's for. So he, he's desperate to cast a Paul. See, this guy, he's, he's flailing. You know what I mean? So he's desperate. And Deutsche Bank is he calling wants, up due next year. He wants to keep things going for as long as he can. It's like, you know, when you, you, know when you see a high-speed chase, it's like, what is he doing all this stuff? It's not really benefiting him. Uh, I think he thinks, well, if there's, you know, if I'm announced, it's going to make it more difficult. I'll be able to create more chaos out of the announcement that they're indicting me. It's not going to stop the indictment. You know, I see a high-speed chase, and there's helicopters, and there's, you know, 20, 20 police cars following him and throwing spike trips and doing the thing and passing it off to the next municipality. It's like, why is the guy, why did he just stop? He's never going to get away. They never get away. Why doesn't he stop? You know why he doesn't stop? Because he, he's, he's he knows he's going to jail. He just doesn't want to go to jail now. Right. So I'm going to stretch this out for as long as I possibly can. Right. So that's what, that's what he's doing. You know, maybe some, may, maybe you'll get lucky. Maybe will something happen. Maybe an administration will turn out for Maybe the Republicans will win in 2024 and I will get some sort of, you know, mojo to get, to get a pardon or whatever it is. Maybe I'll win. Who knows? But I'm just going to keep this game going for as long as I can because, you know, it's like in tennis. It's like just they used to say your tennis coach would tell you, just get everything, but just get one more ball back. You mm-hmm. never know. They'll hit it out. They'll hit it in the net, whatever it is. Just get to that ball and do whatever you can just to get one more ball back. Right. And so Trump, every time, is just trying to get one more ball back to see if he can keep the point going longer right. and see if his opponent screws up. But he's um, got, with the new special counsel, Jack Smith, who is young, he's only like 51, 52 years old, um, who has prosecuted ex-presidents and worked for the Hague. This and, war, man, and war criminals. He, he's, he's a guy that doesn't care about politics. He's prosecuted and Democrats. And unlike Mueller, who's a very distinguished, Actually, brilliant guy, he wasn't appointed by a Republican Well, and he's not general. hamstrung by an attorney general and, and saying you can't... And plus... He's Trump misrepresenting is, your work. And, and Trump is no longer president, so the OLC memo isn't hamstringing him. When are they going to get rid of the OLC? I, I think they it, need I to think get it rid should of be happening under a Democratic president. Mm-hmm. He should say there's no. I mean, if if the president went nuts and you know hacked up ten you know school children on a field trip with a, with a, a machete, they would drag him out of there in I handcuffs. DC Metro and then, and, the, and then the police. It's like so the idea that you can't indict a sitting president is idiotic. It's just it's just not true. Maybe you can't indict him for work for uh, white collar crimes or for corruption, but you can indict a sitting president. Well, they the uh, president was arrested in the 1800s. I want to say for riding a horse too fast. Okay. Took, taken to jail. That's happened to me. That's, who who hasn't that happened to? No, I forget which president it was. Uh, Tom Hartman knows this story very well. But this one of the presidents was riding his horse. That's a or, pretty quick Google, by the way. It is, and um, riding too fast, and I think he might have been a little hammered, and he was taken to the DC jail. Like you can't be going this fast because he, he, he got an RUI, did he? He got an RUI riding while under, but <laughs> riding so, under the influence. So yeah, so Jack Smith, a lot of people were like concerned about this, but he worked on Thanksgiving. This man is going after him. He's not afraid of him at all, and to the point and he knows he he know he knows what's going on the last two years. So he's acutely aware of the difficulties these investigations have had, and he's he's not going to get he's not going to get caught in in those same traps that we've gotten before. Yeah, and and Donald went nuts. And all you need it. is one, and it's going to be the documents case, and the dam is going to break. Like in Georgia, the reason they were going so hard after Georgia 
in terms of the four states that were trying to get the, the results over change in 2020. Right. That's the traditionally the reddest, lowest hanging state with the, with the tightest vote margin. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be the first one. Nobody wants to be out on the limb or do something unprecedented or throw out the well of the voters. But once one person does it, then the, the flood. Then it would be much easier for Absolutely. Arizona, then Nevada, then Pennsylvania, right, Nevada, right. then Pennsylvania. And they felt like Georgia was the easiest one to get that for. That's why they That's went why so the hard to Georgia. If we can just get this one. Right. And um, I think once the first indictment happens, it'll make it easier for Alvin Bragg in New York. It'll be easier for Letitia James uh, and, this, and the Attorney General of New York. She then turn it into a criminal case because right uh, now she is suing civilly. What's the name of the woman who's the uh, prosecutor in... Um, Fonnie Willis. Fonnie Willis in Atlanta. Well, she's going for it anyway. I mean, and, she and, made and Lindsey then, Graham talk. And then once the 1-6 committee turns over everything they have, which is still happening, they're still investigating, they're still taking depositions... He's a mess. So basically, they're going to have a, a, a massively flawed candidate in another year, more so if that's possible than he is now. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of massively flawed candidates, like is Herschel Walker going to lose by more or less than six points when it was one a half point before? Like who's going to I – mean, I understand why people – there was a lot of Atlantans that didn't like – that liked uh, Kemp, thought he was an effective governor, liked the way he handled Don't the election. Don't get that, but go on. But Republicans, that's how yeah. they, they think differently than we do. And, you know, that's you have to understand that's just the reality we live in. They didn't like Stacey uh, Abrams. So they showed up for that and they voted down ticket. Now, nobody is showing n- no Georgian, white Georgian. I mean, some are. Right. But seeing as though that the balance of power in the Senate is no longer being contested because we're at 50 and just be 51, which helps us in committees and get things moved through committees. Helps us a lot. Should that, somebody get sick but that's, also. That, that's kind of an obscure issue. No, other than like control of the Senate, yeah. it's, a, it's a huge difference. So if you think you're going to get, um, I hate to say crackers, so I won't. You're going to say white Georgians, Republicans to go out and vote for this African-American with a IQ of a cinder block. Who really likes. With a history likes, of pointing guns to people's heads and threatening to blow their brains out. Who would like to be a vampire or a werewolf. No, no, definitely werewolf. Yeah. He's gone. He's gone full werewolf. He's gone full werewolf. Yeah. And, and, and erections say. are for the people. And they never go. And never go full werewolf. Never go full. <laughs> I'm just going to tell you right now. And he also knows that erections are for the people. Speaking of which, uh, a hilarious clip of Robert Downey Jr. from Tropic Thunder Brilliant. came up my Instagram feed. And, and did like, they equate it the- to Herschel? No, no, no. Just just a while ago. Just uh, when he when he's he, he, wait a minute that's the theme to good times <laughs> or uh, uh-huh. or whatever Tropic Thunder or, was or, or, the, or the Jeffersons uh-huh. but like how the did Robert Downey Jr. just Roger Rabbit his way out of that whole thing everybody was getting busted from doing blackface forty years ago in this because the whole point of the movie about Robert Downey Jr. no 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 that was the point of his character though I get it but that people, was the point people are more thick headed than that it's like you white yeah. people can't be in blackface no See, but this, that this, was this. the whole point of that that his character if you watched movie it's the point of the movie i mean the other black the black character in the film is like what are you doing you're a blonde australian with blue eyes what are you doing you people what do you mean what do you mean you people it's a brilliant <laughs> and the, the whole point of Plus him, the fact he's great oh he's yeah and great. what was even funnier about that as we do our little tan- tangent what was even funnier about the role is he took the role in order to get nominated for an Oscar. That was the whole point of his character. Yes. And then he gets nominated for an Oscar playing that role because it was a Wait, brilliant. Did he get nominated? Yes, he did. You swear to Jesus. I swear to Jesus. He didn't win because it's comedy, so but Aud- Aud- he did get nominated. Audrey and I were doing a little carpool. Audrey's extremely, I hate to use the word woke, but super social justice warrior. Good for like her. 10 times more than us to the point where it's like, dude, enough. So I go, uh, 
we have some old school tunes that we like, you know, Love Will Keep Us Together, whatever. So we're doing carpool karaoke. She's got her Apple thing. I say, let's do some share. Let's do some Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. She goes, you can't say Gypsies. Yeah, you can't say Gypsies. Then, then I was like, let's just do Half Breed. And I was like, ah, You can't do that either. Can't do, half breed either. can't do that either. What are they going to rename the song? They're uh, just, you know. Mixed race indigenous person song? Well, I mean, you know. Uh, uh, I'm like, dude, I'm not canceling share. I'm sorry. You can't cancel share. Uh, hey, baby, it's cold outside. It's a rapey song. Yeah, it's if you I'm not, I'm not listen canceling to it. it. It's, it's um, still very rapey. So we change it to Romani's sex workers and suspected larcenists. <laughs> Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. What, are tramps really sex workers? I thought they were just free and easy. I think that's what they were. Remember, but every night I'll remember come around lay their money down. Oh, okay. That's so mm. whores, tramps, whatever. That right. that's the no, euphemism they were using for that. That's true. They decided I, not to I call. I recall the, the lyric. They decided. To, they decided not to call the, the song "Gypsies, Whores, and Thieves." <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't rhyme as well. It doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't quite ring, roll off your tongue. It doesn't ring well. Um, so Donald is, has just literally ad- admitted to taking the documents on Troth Central. So because they're mine, he thinks if he the right, it matters. Like you know, they're saying ignorance of the law is a crime in itself. Like just because you think you're in the right, that that means Look, nothing. Look, I I told you I was taking that money from the bank. As soon as I got it home, it's still my money. Yep. Oh no, this is what he wrote on Troth Central. He said, "Well, when will you invade Bill and Hillary's home in search of the thirty three thousand emails she deleted <laughs> after receiving oh, a in subpo- drawer. They've been deleted, but uh, after receiving a subpoena from the U.S. Congress, when will you invade the other president's homes in search of documents which are voluminous? I don't think he knows that word. Uh, next Thursday? Wait, which, sure, they, why not? which they took with them, but not nearly so openly and transparently as I did. So he's basically saying they didn't get just dropped off here. I took them. Oh, remember he paid that he got that really, really great lawyer, and I, gave, I think they gave him a three million dollar retainer because no lawyer would touch him because he doesn't pay his legal bills. Oh no, you got to get that up front Especially in the cash. White so he got like a, I can't think of the guy's name, but the guy's a very oh, respected trusty? lawyer. Uh, he gave him three million dollars, and then <laughs> the guy started advising him. Like and he a doesn't very, take his advice. Like a very smart, brilliant lawyer. What you have to do this? You can't talk about this. And then they sidelined him within a week. Yeah, but he kept the money. Yeah, keep the I money. He, I think he's still technically under. Well, I mean, you know, Trusty was the guy that, that got pilloried at the 11th Circuit. Basically, they're trying to figure out how to overturn. And these are two Trump judges on the three panels so far. It will probably go to the full circuit later. But they're trying to figure out how to make it so that Trump loses the case. Not that when. Not It's like, when will we make it so that he loses a case, Mr. Trusty, versus how should we make Are it? Are we talking about the one about the special master? Yeah. Yeah, got it. They're going to overturn. But even both the Trump judges were asking questions like, "Dude, there's no there's no need for a special master here." No, it's ridiculous. There was no point for it. What and what, what are the things we're most worried about clockwise in terms of the, of the new Congress coming in? Um, uh, debt ceiling. Okay, crazy. Why don't we just raise the debt ceiling? Why don't tri- we just get rid tri- of it? A tri- well, to yes, a quadrillion. That's what I was going to say. Just raise to a quadrillion. A number most people don't understand. That's like a gazillion. Or it's a, a lot bazillion. Of money. It's but a my lot point of is, then it takes it off the table forever. Yeah, or, or for a very long time. Or 100 trillion, whatever it is. And then explain why. Mm-hmm. I think raising, taking away the debt ceiling, I think, can be used as a political cudgel in a way that's not helpful. But raise the debt ceiling for three more cycles so we don't have to go through this carry, kabuki theater of, oh, we have to be more fiscally responsible. It's like, no, dude, it's for money we already spent. You're exactly. an idiot. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no, that's important. Um, uh, that's the big thing, hopefully, that they'll do before the end of the year. They're trying to now codify uh, marriage <laughs> still. Um, the Senate is arguing again over the um, 
Marriage Act to allow same-sex marriage. Apparently, they're, they're past the filibuster. They got sixty-one. People they got the fil- that, but now they're they were just debating it now about voting on it in the Senate today. I guess Pete Buttigieg tweeted out, "It's weird <clears throat> hearing my my marriage be debated on the floor of the Senate today." Well, it's also interesting to me with with Trump and and you know I'm I've been bullish on Trump since 2016 when I thought he was the only one that I was sure Hillary could beat. I don't know if you remember, I was a huge Trump supporter. I didn't think he could beat Jeb Bush. Jeb Bush was Mr. Reasonable Republican. He, he shouldn't was have beaten him. He did a good job in Florida. He had a hundred million dollar war chest. Yeah. Like, if Hillary, if Jeb Bush had gotten the nomination, I think Hillary would have had an incredibly difficult time beating him. And I think there were a lot of guys like that. Sure. And I thought Trump, oh, this guy's an idiot buffoon. He's running as a joke. He's not even trying to win. But when you get a billion dollars of free media, yeah, I didn't see any of that coming until after he got the nomination. Yeah, uh, I still didn't think he was going to win. He As technically mo- didn't. Most people didn't think he was going to win. <clears throat> he didn't think he was going to win. No, he didn't. But um, I think he did us a favor this last – again, he did us a favor. I, I was watching – who was I watching yesterday? They were talking about the strategy. Nancy, uh, I think it was Amy Klobuchar. Maybe he was talking to Chris Hayes. And Chris Hayes very begrudgingly because he was – I think he was one of the guys. And I love Chris Hayes. He's great yeah. and smart. Uh, one of the guys who was really wringing his hands about our strategy with Peter Meyer and uh, – Bolduck uh-huh. in Maine and putting these nut jobs on right. the ballot. And you remember I said to you, I go, desperate times call for desperate measures. It turned out to be right. Every single one of them lost. At it least for a- the state's uh, secretaries of state, because we none of the crazies won, which was, is yeah, excellent it a, news. It was a, the ones that we backed. I mean, obviously in ruby red places, we didn't there was mess no around. Chance, yeah. no, we don't want to make it facilitate worse. that nonsense. Right. But it, it worked out. And, and he goes, yeah, I got to, he, he begrudgingly admitted that it was probably the right, you know, that it worked out this time. You know, it's big risk and big reward, and fortunately it paid off, but he was not one of the people in favor of it originally. And Peter Meyer, the guy from uh, Michigan, and that was a pretty red district. If he won the nomination, he was easily going to win that seat. Oh, yeah. And I remember him being, he goes, if these guys win, this is on you guys. Like, he was fear, And he was, if you have to have Republicans in office, he's exactly the kind of guy you want. Right. Very measured, very smart, very reasonable. Wants to do the work of the people? Yeah, he was a sophisticated person, a very sophisticated person, and I'm sure... Like, I think he comes from the Meyer, I think that name is like from the grocery train. So I think he comes from, I don't think he's like going to be, you know, having to put up a shingle someplace and start, you know, handling slip and falls and DUIs. Well, there were two Republicans that won re-election that voted for impeachment in the in the House. Uh, one was in Washington? Yeah. Okay. So that's good. I mean, if we're going to have a Republican, I mean, at least at, they at understood. Some, at, some, at some point, the fever is going to break when they realize, like when they say, oh, he won, but he lost popular vote in 2016. You know, we lost in 2018. We lost in 2020, and we got murdered in 2020. I mean, relatively speaking, they were because of gerrymandering. A 40 seat win for us in an off year election is equivalent to a 50 or 60 seat win for them. They 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 just have wider latitude. They have they have more races they can win. Well, I mean, uh, as, they expected 50 seats. Oh not no, they did. Seven, and they expected four seats in the Senate. Um, uh, in New York, when they gerrymandered, unfortunately, the Supreme Court in New York said no. That's too much. To Towards the Democrats, so they had to rewrite their maps. Unfortunately, so that's why we lost seats in New York. I mean, we should have forty-seven Democratic had, seats in California. Well, yeah, and, and in California, because we have a fair map, we shouldn't. We should play like everybody else. Michigan plays. now has a fair map, and guess what? They turn blue. But we have to start playing by the same rules they do. Like just because they're playing unfair, oh, we're better than that. Well, great, they're winning. Well, now now people in Michigan are like, oh, we should stop gerrymandering. You think? Because gerrymandering no longer happens in Michigan, and looked what happened. It turned, pers- it turned so blue. I mean, everything is blue. Um, oh, by the way, speaking of which, have you seen the guy on SNL who does Trump now? No. Is it Tony Atomic? I, it- I don't know the guy's name. Mm. 
because he's great. It's unbelievable. He doesn't look as much. He looks, but I mean, he doesn't he doesn't do the thing with, with, with the Donald, with the Alec Baldwin was doing whatever. Right. But just the little subtleties in his, his inflections and whatever, and the throwaways and the little gravelly stuff. It's it's as good as you'll ever hear. Like if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. Yeah, so the guy he, that he did the president show was very good. Oh, the talk. cold open. Did you see the cold opening last yeah. week with Cecily Strong to Carrie Lake. Oh, I love her. Her Carrie Lake was perfect. She's great. Oh, speaking of Arizona, uh, Maricopa County finally certified there because they didn't want to go like what's her end game running well hold on trump running mate hold on because maricopa county certified basically katie hobbs is officially the governor elect sure. but cochise is still saying no but what's funny is it doesn't matter on a statewide election because that's done it only matters for arizona sixth and right now if they don't certify their election the the house person that was the elect is a republican Mm-hmm. If they don't certify, the Democrat stays in. So go ahead, don't certify. Go ahead. I mean, it's <clears throat> go ahead, like go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. And then there's another county in Pennsylvania that's refusing to certify. And it's like, seriously, if it's a county, it, there has to be some short-term political benefit for these people. It's, it's I don't know what it is. Yes, what is it? What, like Carrie Lake is obviously making a fool of herself among seventy percent of the American population. Is she's own, looking to be VP for Donald? That, that's her only end game. Like yeah. I don't think I don't think Marjorie Taylor Greene can keep her together long in a way that she could be a VP. She candidate. compared masks to wearing underwear and farts. No, but Carrie, Carrie Lake is a sophisticated enough communicator. Oh yeah, she's very. Because um, you know, I'm, I'm careful with the word sophisticated. No, but, she's uh, she's a, she's well, been an Mar- on-air Mar- Mar- talent Mar- for Mar- years. Marjorie Taylor Greene is, is, is not a, is a farm animal. Yeah. Um, no, 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 Marjorie. <laughs> Marge Marjorie Green is a farm, is a farm animal. animal. She is. She's a little Barney Rubble farm animal. Um, no, Marge posted today on the Twitter since she's back that, are you still wearing a mask? Because, I mean, if you wear underwear, people can still smell if you fart. Well, first off, masks are designed to make particles not leave them. Your underwear ain't. And so we think. They're designed to breathe. They're designed to breathe for you. So it's like, she's so dumb. Like, dumb. Well, peach tree dish dumb. Peach tree dish dumb. She or is. wonton killings. I don't even know what a wonton. That's Lauren Boebert. Did you hear about it when she talked about wonton killings? Yeah. As opposed to, you know, wanton. And was it gazpacho police? Was that Marjorie? I think that I think that might have been Boebert. I mean, they're both so dumb, it's hard to tell. And then and Boebert, who is partially responsible for the ret well, she has the rhetoric that helps cause the when we'll talk about the Aaron gays. Brinks. Uh, and her saying, oh, it's just because the Democrats hate that I won. Honey, you barely won. And the only reason that there is a not Ruby a recount. county. And the only reason that there isn't a recount is because uh, Mr. Frisch decided to not cost the taxpayers of Colorado money. Yes. And if it had been in reverse, you would have cost taxpayers money. I'm just disappointed that J.D. Vance won by such a, a, a significant margin in Ohio, especially running against a guy like uh, Tim. Ryan. Ryan. Oh well, Tim Ryan. Like the it's, people it's from a Ohio, tough state. The people from Ohio couldn't see through what, how, what, what a fraud JD Vance it's is. It's a tough state. I mean, Sherrod Brown is lucky to be there. I mean, it's a tough state. I think Sherrod Brown would take Donald Trump apart in a national election once he got the if he I had the he name could. recognition. I think he could. Well, too. The, once you get the name, the the, the 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 second that you're a candidate, people say, "Well, people don't know who it is." Well, guess what? The day before Sarah Palin. Nobody knew who she was. I, I mean, a couple of people I knew Back then, who in she 2012, was. I prob- or 2008, I probably could have named 80 senators and 40 governors. I'd never heard her name before. Within one day of the announcement, she was one of the most famous people in the world. It's like, don't worry about name recognition. Well, yeah, and I mean, a friend of mine knew who she was, and I'm like, how do you know this person? And then I looked at her up, and, and I'm like, oh, she's an awful candidate. 
She's just terrible. And she's lost three times. Well, we didn't know. I love that she lost to, as to a Democrat for that, that House And a Native seat. American Democrat for a House seat. Even better. You, did you ever see Game Change? Yeah. It's fantastic. By the way, HBO has a movie based on the book. It's called Game Change. It's about the 2008 election. Uh, Julia Moore plays... Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson plays uh, Nicole Wallace. Mm-hmm. Uh, Woody Harrelson plays Steve Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Ed Harris plays John McCain. Mm-hmm. And Julia Moore plays... Sarah Palin, and they're all fantastic. And it really gives you a kind of a granular look of what was going on inside that campaign. I mean, it was a Hail Mary. He wasn't going to win any May between the economy, between the election cycle, between the historically powerful candidacy of Barack Obama. They had a massive of it. So, I mean, I don't blame him for throwing a Hail Mary pass, but like the-, the Not bet- that woman. There were other women he could have picked. Who? But that, that could have raised money. She, her, her personal appearances were drawing three times as many people. All the money they raised in that campaign was because of her. I mean, they weren't going to win anyway, but I guess they could have done a job better vetting her. There was no one that they were going to pick. I mean, they were talking. He really wanted to go with Joe Lieberman. And just the rest, the rest of the people, the entire apparatus was like absolutely positively not. You have to have a woman. Because they thought that Obama was going to pick Clinton because he hadn't picked his VP mm-hmm. yet. And they thought he was going to go with Clinton. So that was their calculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got to get a we chick. We got to get a woman. We got to get a chick. Well, there's, there's, I think unless Joe runs again, there's, there's zero chance that a white man is going to be at the top of the ticket again for Democrats in a while. For rightfully, a while. Rightfully so. For a while, hopefully. You know, I've been, I've been touting Gretchen Whitmer. I'd love a Gretchen love Whitmer, Pete Buttigieg ticket. Or you know, you know who's really gained a lot of currency in my eyes recently and who's grown up as a politician and as a speaker and as a statesman. Is, and he's got no future where he is now. It's Beto O'Rourke. Oh, he's fantastic. And uh, he's got zero future in elective politics in Texas. Yeah, it's too red. At least for, for another cycle or two. Yeah. But I've been, we've been saying that for 20 years. And, and you know, well, the, I mean, it's the, election becoming, appar- the election apparatus then won't, won't allow it. It's becoming purpley, but, and kids, kids like Beto, but he lost by so many points. I love that town hall oh, when he so exploded good. on that guy, when yep. the guy was get, like laughed in the background. Yep. And he goes, this may be funny. And he just, it, it yeah. was clearly an organic moment. You ready to bleep or mark my bleep? Oh, sure. He just, you know, he was talking about the gun violence in Uvalde, and uh, somebody kind of laughed at something in the background. He goes, hey, mother, it might be funny to you, mother, not funny to me. Yep. And it was really visceral and real. He was, it was an yeah, authentic he was, moment. Yeah, he was, was definitely like, wow. mad. Um, and that's the other thing. It's like, seriously, people, you You're voted vote? for, and after Uvalde, you voted for Greg Abbott? After freezing people and- Texas. I, it's just- I'm, Is there a word that's like the America version of Texas? Texas, Texas. Um, so- We'll save this for Patreon because it's funny. So um, according to reports, Twitter now is no longer stopping any COVID misinformation on its site. Basically, if you want to say something that's not true about COVID, go ahead. Double shot of ivermectin, please. Yeah. Go ahead. They're With no longer. hydroxychloroquine. Oh, and you, you know that whale thing that used to come up when too many people would sign on to Twitter? No. Basically, it happened, I guess, today because he keeps firing people. So if there's a if there's a server overload, he doesn't have people to figure out how to turn on another <clears throat> server to take more people. So and he also led a bunch of people back on, and they probably weren't ready for that. I think return. He's, and we can get into this later, but I think he's made a catastrophic miscalculation with his purchase. I agree, and he hilariously, along with a bunch of other people that support his his purchasing of Twitter, is very mad at Apple because Apple is no longer advertising. On Twitter itself, they're no longer buying ads on Twitter, and apparently they're going to pull them off the App Store. And they're considering pulling it off the App Store. And he, 
Governor DeSantis said, well, if he pull, if Apple pulls him off, we should the government should look into that. No, <laughs> they're a private company. They can sell they're a private they company. Want. And there's Android. There are other places, places where you can it. get the app. So it's not like it's just the only place you can get it. But what was funny with with Elon Musk and others on Twitter. Now, I've muted Elon, but I see his tweets like on Gates occasion. And, uh, Tim, and Tim Apple. What, Tim Apple? <laughs> and it's Sergey and, and, Sergey and uh, Larry Page. Exactly. No, they're, they're billionaires too, dude. Well, the thing is, is, is as he tweeted out why what's wrong with Apple, it was from an iPhone. And Laverne Spicer, Spicer, I think is her name, she also tweeted out, um, I'm going to stop buying Apple products. How about you if they don't advertise on Twitter from her iPhone? Is she another anti- She's one of those anti-mommies out there, right? From her iPhone. Yeah. iPhone. Honey, you've already spent $1,000 with them probably several times yes, now. It's like, why don't you go burn your albums or do this, whatever, and then eventually you just have to buy it again. They already have your money, dude. You want to burn that book? Great. Go ahead. We already have your money. You know, and so it's kind of, it's funny to me that they, you know, are saying this and it's like... It, Alyssa Milano tweeted this morning um, a tweet that she tweeted in 2014 saying that she thought Elon Musk was whatever. It was a very nice tweet about him from eight years ago. She tweeted again. She goes, I thought about deleting this tweet, but I decided I wouldn't because people do change. Mm -hmm. And I thought this about him and I no longer think that. With the money that he's – and then she was on The View or something today. And she goes, with all that money that he spent on Twitter and he's barreling it into the ground right now. Um, she said he could have helped because she's a UNICEF ambassador. She goes, how many people could he have fed? How many people could he have housed? No, you had that Schindler's List moment. It, he this had a ring. Yeah. Could have saved two more people. Yeah. You know, and it's so. That's $44 billion. With $44 billion to could have pulled blow. pulled people out of poverty. So many people. And so, and not just, not even in, in Africa. In, in, in the continent water, he was born. I mean, so many things. Internet, all these so things, things that make people's lives easier. So many things. Well, you know, what component of it that just occurred to me recently is he's a, you know, a white South Afrikaner, mm-hmm. Afrikaans, you know, with white parents right. that grew up in 60s, 70s, 80s, apartheid South Africa. Yep. I, the, the Emerald Mine thing isn't true. His father was involved in something that owned part of whatever, but it, it, he, he doesn't have Emerald Mine money. They were probably comfortable. They weren't billionaires or millionaires. Um, and he is a fairly self-made guy. I mean, he started um, as much as anybody can be self-made in this world. Right. Um, but, you know, there's got to be, I'm thinking, is there an, uh, kind of that South Afrikaner apartheid mentality still going on? And he grew up around that. He grew up it's with that. very possible. And that's a hardcore kind of racism, that, that yeah, Dutch South African, you know, 60s, 70s. You know, was it Bota? Who was the, the president? De Cler- it was De Klerk. De Klerk, yeah. You know, and uh, it wouldn't be surprised. It wouldn't surprise me if that is part of what informs his general philosophy about life or about the world. You know, being a being a douche. Yeah, I think he, I think he was born in '69, so he definitely had a help heaping helping of of apartheid growing up. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. Um, hmm. Yeah, it's getting to be that time. Um, oh, it's our 700th episode. I don't remember 700. I remember like 400. I, I, it, it, in, before we go to the Patreon, let's play this. <laughs> are you ready? Yes. Yeah, are it. you sure you're ready? Let's do it. How many I years are you doing You are very curmudgeonly lately. With uh, shut-ins, we're number one. Who wants to hear this? Jody Hamilton is god fascinating. Check one for the whores out there. <laughs> are you stealth recording? 2009. No, not at all. Save it for the show. 
are happy because there's somebody naked in the room. I'm still trying to turn on the thing that makes the noise with the music. Oh, there it goes. Push the button. Push the button. Push the button. It puts the button on itself. Wait, no, that's not right. You had it set on sexy. Is it a girl or a boy? I like girls better. I feel like this is like the eHarmony of podcasts all of a sudden. Should we we have a shout-out to Legs? We have a shout-out to Legs. 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 Adler and David the Jackson. David, who? I just came. Wait, can I go home now? No. Just want to know. No. no. Can I go? No. no. Can I go? No. Rick's here. You can't Rango's quit me. here. You <laughs> can't quit me. On the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to From the Bunker on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Thanks like for having just me. Said. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> that would be David wow. Shockett for the win, sounding yes. really excited. Hey, when are we going to do that drinking show? I thought we always do. Uh, Octomom's out of rehab. Nice. We need to, we need to frighten the sexy liberal. <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. We all know who we are. No. My name is Rick Beatty. Her name is Jody Hamilton. His name His is name. Legs. Sean Barton. And then Mr. David. Oh, I'm sorry. What's your last name? Shocket. That is right. It is Shocket. Rhymes with Rocket. Returning yes. champion. Returning champion. David Shocket is what? back. Mm. And where is everybody? We're in the bunker. Like a nook or a cranny and things are going out of it. This is not doing what I want. I don't I know. No. Why do you give me these toys and I can't make them work? What was the first episode that we posted? Was it the episode first one? one? Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to, like I said, I'm just going to, you know, work my way into it. It's from the Ham and Leg Show. Bunker. With Jody Hamilton, Rick Fate, and Sean Barley. <laughs> hey, I think we need to... Um, Give you a bump in pay. Oh, really? Yeah, we're going to double uh, your pay. I've tripled Rick's by now. Right now, yeah. Sean, you said you are going to run it today? Run the show today. So what's the name of the show? It's my show. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. And thanks for listening. This week in hate mail. Do it right, man. Man, do we have to start over? We're starting over. Are we? Seriously? Man. You push the button anyway. I know. I do that all the time. I know. You need to You need to do your exercise sizes and things like that you need to stretch oh this other this other returning champion she's wonderful and stunningly beautiful you're good well, looking, but you had nothing on her. Buddy. Yeah, there sorry. can only be one returning champion, so we may have to go Hunger Games. After the last time listening to your podcast, I said, I really like her, me. It's really Jody. good so far. Yeah, but that douchebag Nick. <laughs> I, I think now I'm going to make it my Christmas card. Can you grab whatever is right there and either push it in or bring it out? Because the only thing I'm seeing is half a cheek. But I bounce. We'll start on politics in a minute, but right now it's about drag queens. I love you. Did you just say you get the stink out of your hair? No, I said I'm so glad you're here. Jeez. Okay, now it's Boys Against... We're just going to call it... Welcome to the Boys Against the Girl Show. Jody's oh. women's stuff and other politics. I want to be nominated for an Emmy. Don't fight. We're fine. We're fine, honey. No sometimes worry. We're not getting a divorce. We're good. Yeah, sometimes grown-ups have loud talking. I think drama. We're, me and Rick are on the drama. You're yeah. You're right. I'm thinking sitcom with Jeez. Bernie. So um, to apologize for last week, we're re-recording this week's show for the second time. Am I going to get in trouble for saying that? Got my get up and then my got my get down. Hopefully this is actually recorded. <laughs> so that's that was our little recap. For that is a mashup. 700 episodes. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, all right. Now we're going to head into our... Uh, we have some other things to talk about. Dick Delaware. I'll oh, tell you all about him. I can't wait. And uh, Mike Pillow. Um, so... Uh, 
Thank you for listening to From the Bunker. In the immortal words of Rick Beatty, if you need help, get it. There is no shame in it. And we'll talk at you guys next week.